Hey everybody, we have a lot to talk about for today's game. So for the second month in a row, we will be splitting the show into two parts, with the second episode dropping next week. In today's episode, Sean follows the trail, Ashley loves being a detective, and I take you to cooking class. Today's game made superhero games cool again. It's 2009's Batman Arkham Asylum. Let's go. Okay, you guys ready? <clears throat> yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so today. Is that your weekend? <laughs> that was a good one, though. That no, was good. that was my Batman. <laughs> Oh, you've been trying so hard to get a good Roy Kent. Yeah, I have been trying really hard to get a good Roy Kent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oi. There it is. Oi. I like, I love Keeley's impression of Roy Kent in the first yeah. season. <laughs> I'm okay. Roy Kent. I'm Roy Kent. <laughs> okay, okay. This is not Ted Lasso in review, although this oh, should be, be, maybe. Good. Be good. Maybe it should be. <laughs> but instead... The game is Batman Arkham Asylum, Mm -hmm. developed by Rocksteady Studios, published by IDOS Interactive and WB Interactive Entertainment. This is the first entry in the Arkham game franchise, and it was a bit of a groundbreaking thing when it came out, I gotta tell you, because up to this point... I think people tended to look at these licensed games like, oh, that's just some cash grab piece of shit that nobody put that much effort into and they had to rush it out to hit their to hit their date to be released with the movie right yeah so many of them were linked to movie releases right yeah like the harry potter games or whatever and stuff like that but but don't talk shit about harry potter well no i mean (laughs) those are great i mean the second one in particular but yes i know yes but (laughs) this one was not tied to any movie right this was just a wb got the license for batman I think with the direction, make a good Batman game. What year did this come out? 2009. August 2009 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Okay. And, you know, this is around the Dark Knight. Dark Knight was 2008, I think. So, Uh, yeah. I'm sure that, you know, Batman was... Big. Big. And Mm -hmm. they knew that they were going to capitalize off of, you know... Yeah off of the character but this is in no way tied to that universe right it's its own bat verse if you will so let's let's just dig into it what is your guys's experience with batman before today sean experience with batman before today like before playing this game this time were you a fan were you a batman fan (laughs) i mean yes batman fan i mean we definitely watched the batman movies uh, growing up, you know, we were the prime age for like the, I, w- I feel like specifically like the Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, like the two most have... like hated movies <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. in comic book culture, perhaps. Right, right. But I do think that those were movies that we like, if we didn't see it in the theater, we, you know, like rented on VHS as soon as they were available. Um, and I remember being big fans, uh, even though, yeah, now in hindsight, they are. The weaker ones, but um, <laughs> but uh, they had a thing, you know what I mean? Like they had, yeah, a, yeah. They were going for a, the uh, colorful, cheesy ass aesthetic that maybe put superhero movies uh, 
you know, behind the curve for another decade after it. But sure, like a bajillion Batman thing. movies. Yeah, there were four no. in that in the nineties. Well, okay. Yeah, in the nineties. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, um, and then obviously, I think we were. Uh, I think about myself personally. I was a better age for the like. The, the Nolan Dark Knight series, um, that is Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises, um, that was like middle school into high, you know, end of high school for me, I think. Maybe early college did The Dark Knight Rises come out. Which kind of brought superhero movies back into the, into the four, right? I think, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't well, yeah. know that really there was anything before Batman Begins that was as accredited or widely acclaimed as that and then maybe spider-man um, accredited like it's some college university or something <laughs> sam raimi spider-man might have been before batman begins oh sam raimi spider-man yeah, because i think right. spider-man 2 right. came out spider-man 2 came out like really closely to 2001 that was 2001 already well don't or you the, remember the that first they Spider-Man? had the yeah 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 oh because of the, they twin, had the towers. twin towers yeah. and the marketing material are those the toby Maguire yeah. ones yes. yeah yeah Spider-Man 1 came out in 2002. Spider-Man 2 came out in 2004. Anyway, I feel like those did a a lot to the superhero. Um, Obviously, Spider-Man 2 was like the biggest selling movie until Dark Knight, I think. Mm -hmm. And now, obviously, all the Marvel stuff. But yes, big fan in a nutshell. Uh, (laughs) I would say not like, and I've never gotten into the comics, but uh, of all the films, always a big fan. Um... I didn't see, I haven't seen any of the Affleck Batman. I didn't see Bat- Batman Bat- v Superman. Yeah, I haven't seen oh, that's good. Batman v Superman. I, I although did I did that. see the, the uh, theatrically released Justice League. But um, anyway, that's enough from me. Gotcha. <laughs> Ashley, this was your pick. So a peek behind the curtains for everybody. We kind of tend to rotate the games that we're playing and who kind of is championing the game. And this is your pick, largely not because you championed it, but because I said, hey, it's kind of <laughs> like Spider-Man. <laughs> you should pick this game. This was Ashley's game. pick because Brandon picked it. <laughs> I have a long history of... You make recommendations, <laughs> which is, that's always appreciated. Well, I, I kind of led you to picking this game because I said, it's kind of like Spider-Man 2018. Yeah, Marvel that's Spider-Man. all I needed to hear. And yeah. yeah. So I guess hit me with your Batman experience and then follow that up with, did I leave you, lead you astray by, you know, by comparing this to Spider-Man? Okay. Well, so part one, my history with Batman, I grew up with Superman, specifically Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. Do you see that's on HBO Max? No, I didn't. I, I, um, I'm never going to see my wife again. I have the DVDs. <laughs> still, oh, you don't need it. So, yeah. oh, but you've never watched, I mean, you haven't watched those DVDs in a long time. I watched them in college, which we won't say how long ago that was, but I still have them. Yeah. Nice. Mint so condition still. Superman. Okay. Well loved. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, Superman was more my jam. So, I'm a bit more fuzzy on the world of Batman. Not that I, don't appreciate that he doesn't kill and he has cool gadgets and is basically just a man trying to save his city. So appreciate all that cool stuff. Still kind of fuzzy on there's so many villains in the world of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was kind of my 
my history with Batman. And then the second part to your question was what again? It was, did I lead you astray by comparing this to the Spider-Man game that we played last year? No, there are definitely a lot of similarities in how, like, the combos work and the gadgets work and the storytelling components. Like, there are a ton of similarities for sure. So, no, you did not lead me astray in that area. Gotcha. Yeah, I think you can draw a pretty straight line between yeah. those two games in terms of the, the influences that uh, that this game had on the seminal PlayStation 4 Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, for me, I mean, I'm obviously Sean and my story is going to be the same here. Um, <laughs> I would say for me, the Nolan Batman trilogy is kind of like the seminal Batman thing in my life. I was never a comic book guy. Mm-hmm. But I am curious, people who don't really have any history with Batman, Ashley, you're kind of closer to that than anybody, but you still had the touchstones. This game requires you to kind of know Batman a little bit. Characters just get kind of uh, introduced as if you already know who they are, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and they give you the opportunity to learn about the backstory in the Riddler challenges and things. But Right. I think the main character, the main villains that get introduced that you have to come face to face with were all characters that I knew of and had exposure to in other types of media. Just through the pop culture. Yeah. 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 But there were definitely, um, in doing those Riddler challenges, there were some character bios that I learned about that I had no idea were people, let alone oh, yeah. in that universe. So many. So many. So many. All right. So the game itself, as I mentioned, it kind of relies on a little bit of your background knowledge, I think, in Batman. It was inspired by a book, or comic book, graphic novel called Arkham Asylum, A Serious House on Serious Earth oh. by Grant Morrison. And they have, I guess, similar plot points. Um, in, the, in the book, Joker leads a riot, but there is this whole subplot about like a doctor at the asylum that was actually masterminding the whole thing and had a plot to hmm. that like... Batman was the bad guy for bringing all of these bad guys to Arkham Asylum. And so he was trying to get Batman to stop doing what he was doing. Gotcha. So that, you know, part of it did not exist in this story. Obviously, we this right. is much more Joker. I mean, we had book. we had Dr. Young, mm-hmm. who is a big character, a big but, character. Yeah. So but it was not the same. But. Yeah, definitely taking inspiration from elements yeah. of that story. But on its own, it's a it's its own story. Right. Yeah. So. In terms of gameplay, though, this game is the game designers credited Zelda and Metroid as inspirations in terms of gameplay. And I think you can see it, right, for sure. This game, it is a Metroidvania. Zelda is one of those? Zelda is kind of a Metroidvania in a way. Like Ocarina of Time, you see things that you can't do yet because you don't have the right tools or the right Okay. Weapon or gadget or, or whatever. I must not like have played Batman. far enough to get to that point. No, that's coming up. That's coming <laughs> <up>. <laughs> but um, so, Ashley, this was your, was this your first like Metroidvania? I think uh, Lego, the Lego games were the first because there's so many, you have to unlock different characters. Like there's things that you can't do yet until you unlock a certain, I think the first Lego game we played was Marvel, right? Yeah. So there would be things that you could only do with Wolverine, but like you had to claw at the ground or whatever, whatever it was, but you couldn't do that until you unlocked that character. So once you did unlock that character, then you could go back and discover whatever 
treasure it was or I don't I don't remember exactly. I think that would probably be the biggest one because we've played a few Lego games that are like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very common uh, video game design aspect this mm-hmm. metroidvania thing it's very popular so i think as we play as we play more games right, right. that should this you'll you'll start to see these little patterns like sure like charlie day and the blackboard you're gonna see oh that game led to that game and i can see all these elements <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh, before we dive into the plot final question pop quiz hot shot <clears throat> <laughs> so i'm excited to talk about this episode because i think it will Yes, Ashley. I have another game. Okay. Animal Crossing. Is Animal Crossing a Metroidvania? Like at the very beginning, you can't <laughs> do certain things yet until you get, like you can't go to the other side of the island Ooh. until you get your um, jumpy, your, your jumpy, vaulting your pole. pole. and then your... Yeah, and you can't I get that yet until you do some other stuff. I think that there are aspects there. I don't, I think purists would would bump on that but i like your i like the take i like the take appreciate that (laughs) for the listeners at home ashley like raised her hand and had like this really like cute look on her face i was ready (laughs) i am biased okay um (laughs) no but i'm really excited to talk about this game because it has a lot of elements to it to talk about right it checks a lot of these boxes it's got a good story. Very strong story pulling you through. Mm-hmm. Crazy characters that it pulled from comics, right? Action. Stealth. Collecting. Exploring. I mean, it's got everything. Checking all the so, boxes. So, Sean, yeah. of those, you know, mm-hmm. as, we, as we get into the plot summary here, yeah. which of those aspects did you enjoy the most? Did you find yourself looking forward to doing the most during your experience? Ooh. I mean, that's... Uh, I don't know. I mean... I think the story is very strong, and that is generally what I key in on on a game is the story part of it. Uh, and like we said, like Batman is such a cool franchise, and um, um, such I don't know they can do such strong storytelling. So I think that's cool. I'm surprisingly, I think the stealth stuff I was really into. I don't know. I think it is the fact that you are playing as Batman. And uh, I don't know. I'm just getting visions Oi. of, Oi. of uh, <laughs> you know, like the the very beginning of Tim Burton's Bat- 1989 Batman with Michael Keaton, and like the first time you see, like first time Batman is introduced in that one is like you don't see him for a while because he's just flying and knocking down the goons, like like from the vantage point of the the little henchmen that are being like super scared. Of like what's happening to them. Uh, we do get a lot so. of uh, commentary from the henchmen. What's yeah. happening? Where are you? Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, so I think that part is just yeah, like that's quintessential Batman. So uh, he is a ninja. Yeah, yeah. League of Shadows, you know. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so I think that was yeah. I would say it would be a toss up between the story and uh, and the stealth uh, mode. Nice. Yeah, Ashley. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, Agree partly with Sean as well that usually the story is what draws me and I like a strong story when there's not a strong story I'm disappointed but I think the collection really pulled me through this one yeah well there is no shortage of things to collect I know and finding those secrets maps and looking for (laughs) all those question marks oh that was my jam yes 
but it was supported by a strong story. So it let me do those things because it was supported by a strong story, I think. Cool. Yeah. I think and they I, went hand in hand. I will. Sorry to jump in. Um, You're good. To, I think speaking of the story, I feel like it is in part and parcel because of such strong um, voice acting. I I just think everybody did a really great job with their characters um, playing such iconic characters as well. So yeah, the yeah. two, the two really standouts fun. for sure are well, Kevin Conroy, I think is, is Batman. Okay. So yeah, so he's the famed animated Batman, right? He is. I'm going to double check that. Yeah. So, so sorry. Yes. Yeah, so I, so Kevin Conroy is Batman and he has played Batman for decades like yeah. i don't know he throughout the animated series i think and he's, he's done a lot of batman work mm-hmm. and then the joker was mark hamill right and mark hamill's joker is almost as iconic as mark hamill's luke skywalker in a way yeah i mean it is mm-hmm. and as you know nicholson's joker <laughs> i mean like for fans yeah, of batman yeah. i think yes hamill is a uh quintessential yes. joker so yeah i i agree with you guys i think for me though the fighting was where I found the most joy in this game. Well, because you were good at it. Well, <laughs> and I should I should amend my statement by saying, and also where I found the most frustration. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. So, but um, there, you know, there were many times when I would get a boss or a one of the big titans that we'll talk about in the future. Well, I would get them down to almost mm-hmm. dying, and then I would take a bad punch, and then you know. I yep. was, and then I was down, and I think one of these boss battles I did twenty times, but I got so close <laughs> each time that like I knew I could do it, and it just mm-hmm. was I had to be better, skate better, you know. <laughs> and so I think it was well calibrated. I I played on hard, and I think the two of you played on medium, if I'm not I mistaken. Normal. Yeah, normal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. normal. Yeah, medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so it was for for me the combat was pretty well well calibrated it was you couldn't make too many mistakes you know yeah, yeah you couldn't take very many hits at all yeah, yeah. i mean I, I found that the mechanics were a little clunky like you would watch me i would hit the buttons that it's telling me to hit and it wouldn't do what it was supposed to do or i don't know I, yeah. the spider-man mechanics i liked a lot better i could be much more thoughtful and diligent in my attacks i felt like i was just button mashing a lot more in this game yeah that is fair. Okay. Final thing before the summary, our top threes. Just to let the audience know here what we're going to be looking for throughout the summary. Yeah. Yeah. The first top three we're doing is gadgets. Mm-hmm. Our top three gadgets. Now, the way I define this, and Sean, we didn't really talk about it pre-show, so. Oh, boy. It was, was the gadgets mm-hmm. you could select from your wheel. Sure. Yep. Um, yep. And then the top three locations on the asylum. Yes. And then finally, our top three villains choose however you wish. Yep. So, all right. Well, Sean, why don't you start us off? Cool. Batman Arkham Asylum. I felt pretty cheeky here. I, I wrote, it's a dark night. Whoa. <laughs> get it? Um, uh, do you get it? You get it? <laughs> I actually typed in get it in parentheses in my notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, Dark Knight in Gotham City. And uh, we see the sign for Arkham Asylum, uh, and we see it because the lights of the Batmobile are driving down 
the corridor, uh, the, the little street to uh, on Bar- uh, Arkham Island. Um, and we see that Batman has once again captured the Joker. He's tied up in the back seat of the Batmobile, laughing his head off as he does. <laughs> and uh, so Batman's taking him back to Arkham Asylum for the nth time. Can I just just to yeah. sorry to interrupt right away here? Yeah. And this is the thing that throughout the game I noticed. Did you also we and so we all played on the PS4, so like the remastered collection. Right. Yeah. Did you notice that the cutscenes were like a little bit blurry? And the gameplay looked really good. Like when you were in engine playing mm. the game, it looked great. But then whenever they would go to a cutscene, I thought like, is it what's going is it blurry? Or is it just raining? Like everything looked kind of streaky and I, I couldn't tell if it was like an artistic choice or just maybe that all these cutscenes were rendered in a previous engine and then so they looked a little bit less crisp than the than I the didn't gameplay, notice. But, yeah. I still have an old T V, so I don't know. I don't know if you were playing on your new four K stuff, so um, I well, the P- PS4 is not 4K, so. Oh yeah, okay, good point. But anyway, um, I did not really pick up on that, but um, I didn't either. And we played on the same thing, so I'm not sure. Did it look like that when I was playing? When you were watching me play? Yeah, but I've been called Eagle Eyes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was what um, your friends call you. So, um, yeah, we now are in a. We're, we're now at Arkham Asylum, um, and we now can play as Batman, but. It's still, it, we're in this interesting thing where, like, we are maneuvering Batman, but it's still a cutscene, kind of, um, as the guards have taken Joker and, like, strapped him up to this cart and are taking him uh, down to the intensive treatment center. I think we see the warden, Quincy Sharp, right at the beginning, who's like, he's, I don't know if he's with you or if he's on the TV. Or may, oh, that's what it I is. I think he's on yeah. the TV. Yeah. And uh, Batman essentially is like, I think he might be talking to, go ahead, Ash. I will say, yeah. so you're talking about how we get to kind of like move along while this kind of cutscene is happening around us. This is a, the first time that we are walking yes. as Batman. Yeah. And oh man, it threw me off <laughs> for so long <laughs> that he wasn't centered. He oh. was left of center. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I just walked off a cliffs all o- all over the place. Yeah, the camera is over his right shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that just really screwed me up. You do have, I mean, you have a hard enough time walking straight, and I do. You know, in any game, <laughs> yeah. And then you throw the camera off all askew from your character, and it's like you know, yeah. It didn't really. I did not like that. <laughs> I, I eventually got used to it and didn't notice it anymore, but it took like. A good 75% of the game before I didn't notice it anymore. <laughs> You're going to be a pro gamer by the end of this Ugh. show, I bet you. So, one thing that the game did that I did not really care for. Didn't oh, jive with you? Man. Didn't jive. Yeah. So, but basically, we get to a point where, um, I can't remember if, if when, I don't know when Oracle, we get introduced to Oracle, or if he's talking to Oracle, or if he, maybe it's Commissioner Gordon, but essentially, Batman, after he gets to the point of, like, why would Batman, you know, he's, the guards have him. Batman's basically like, something's off here. Like, well, and also we find in this first little walkthrough yeah. that Blackgate prison, which right. is, I guess, the prison right. facility had a big fire. And so they had to move a bunch of these convicts. Yeah. Oh, that's right. 
inmates into the asylum and the jo- and you find out that these are jokers guys right like yes yes so i think batman sees that and says yeah something's amiss were yeah. batman's spidey senses tingling yes exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah so essentially batman's like he he went down too easy this time and right. all this other stuff so like i'm gonna walk uh, like uh, you know i'm gonna take the guards i'm walking him until he's like in his cell basically and uh yeah joker is just you know having a grand old time like saying hi to all the people the guards and whatnot and being unfazed and uh so then uh, yeah we can't we can only walk we can like change our uh, where the camera's at a little bit um and there's lots of times where we stop and as things you know a medical team comes over and like checks him out for a second and um all that sort of stuff um but yeah we can only walk for him uh, with him until and we like there's parts where I th- I think uh, do we see Killer Croc get the um, yeah when you go through the doors like yeah we're the like elevator area you, like you get paused for a second because like another set of guards are walking Killer Croc back to his uh, like back to his cell where it's like the ground is shaking as uh, as he walks and then by Killer Croc says he smells you and yeah uh-huh. and then says I'm I've got your scent now yeah my killer croc is the same creepy. as my batman and my roy kent they're all the same <laughs> they're all the same impression yeah and then uh so we get to the we finally get to like the intensive treatment center and basically commissioner gordon's there and they're processing joker they like go into a this like security area and batman stays behind like you get locked out of that room uh and then another cutscene happens where joker basically slips out of his uh, slips from the guards and Harley Quinn shows up and helps him flee that uh, area um, and clearly like has controls of the security system or whatever because they're like opening opening doors and uh, anyway so Batman we break we break into that area through a window uh, from one of the offices and now we learn that this we are now in we have sprung a trap that the Joker has set for us. You mentioned Harley Quinn, and she is my number three villain. Oh, okay. Already. Knock it out. Yep. I love that she called Joker Mr. J. Uh Uh-huh. And And (laughs) B-Man. Yeah. B-Man. I couldn't couldn't remember what she called Batman, because Joker calls him Bats, and then she called Mm -hmm. him something else. Yeah. B-Man. Yep. And that accent, that thick, uh, what was it, like a New Jersey kind of accent? It's something. Yeah. It's something. I don't know. Some type, of East, some type of East Coast uh-huh. accent just cracked me up. Yeah. So uh-huh. she's yes. my number three. She did not make my list, but she, I, I respect her, uh, yeah. her placement on your list for sure. Yeah. Just because no. I can't decide. I have her tied with a number three with somebody else that we'll get to later. So. Nice. <laughs> no, okay. Gotcha. And, you know, here we go. Joker springing a trap for Batman. If I've said it once, Sean, I've said it a thousand times. Are you reopening your thesis? The Batman yeah. <laughs> is to Joker as Mario is to Bowser. Uh, and here we go. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is Bowser stealing Princess Peach and making Mario collect 70 <laughs> stars just for the fun of it? Joker yeah. knows that whatever his plan is isn't going to work, right? He, I mean, he knows by now. Yep. Even though he sure. plans it. Sure. I mean, deep down. Deep right I was down, wondering right. where you were going with this, but yep. 
It and, makes sense. And just proving my point again, here we are. Here we are, Mario embarking on our quest to <laughs> to appease Bowser's whims. Yep. Right. Well um, said. Yeah. So uh yeah, so so we um Joker this is we fell right into his into his plan and uh he closes back he closes down all the security thi- like uh entrances and exits and at the same time like opens all the cell the cell doors to um some blackgate convicts and his henchmen that are there uh to to you know try to get batman down and uh so this is our first fight uh of the game and we get a sense of what the fighting style is going to be it is very much a you know uh you have attacking powers and then also you get the you get the senses of when somebody's attacking you so that you can counter them. There are like combos. If you hit punches, you know, if you attack successfully in a short amount of period, you get like combos that can then help you to uh, like finish, you know, put a finishing move on the. And maybe enemies. the most important aspect of the combat is the counter, right? Which is that where... never worked for me. It did. You did. I watched you do it. <laughs> I would, I would hit tri- triangle when it said counter, I would hit triangle and then the screen would turn shades of gray, well, which means... means I just took damage, which means it didn't work. <laughs> you got, you did, you did counter, you did counter sometimes, but the, I was in, on. Medium, I think you, the guys who are about to attack you had little lines above their head as like a signal yes. that they were going to attack you. Yes. Those did not yeah. exist on hard. And so oh. I had to really kind of like watch. I just assumed people. they were all get re- getting ready to attack <laughs> me. So I thought no, actually it was the timing thing that you would still see it, but it's just like shorter, you know. I thought those were the ones that had harder weapons. You, uh, well, that were coming for you. Yeah. They had so, weapons like, hey, he's coming for you and he's got a weapon. Alert, alert. Well, if he had a knife, then the, then the signals was was red. Yeah, and then if he had a baton, I think it was a different color too. Hmm. But uh-huh. um, but I think I think that always existed if you were attacked. I think um, so. Yep. But I will say that the, uh, the people fighting you, they're sort of conscientious. You know, like they never. Never did all four people throw a punch at That's you. That's true. That's true. They they <laughs> yeah. let one guy have a shot, and then they would step in. Otherwise, That's it would have been a little bit unfair for Batman if yeah. uh, if they just uh, all jumped on all jumped on you at the same time. So sometimes I felt like that was happening, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. there must be like that must be like a principle in fighting of like I don't know. You don't want to hit attack your your comrade or something. I don't know. So there's got it, but. That is my, it's, it is a pet peeve of my mother-in-law is in movies and stuff where it is like one person versus 10 and <laughs> they all just wait their turn. So it's actually like one-on-one multiple times or whatever. <laughs> she's not a big fan of the Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like to That's your point, funny. she's just like, what if they all just overtook the per- <laughs> the one person? It would be over fast. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. Um, anyway. That's um, funny. So yeah, so it is very much that fighting style of uh, what we talked about, and uh, so that yeah, that is the game. Like we said, as we go on, there are other variables that some of the henchmen have knives or guns or electric, you know, like uh, uh, large tasers, for lack of a better term, um, mm-hmm. type things. Stun um, batons. Stun batons. There we go. So yeah, so once we f- get through like one or two waves of of these things. Uh, we see that the Joker kind of like wait, like 
kind of waves us along, like, come along, bats, uh, as he unlocks um, one of the force fields of, like, the only way to move is to go down this pathway and follow him, which I think Commissioner Gordon tells you is, like, you know this is, like, you know, there's something happening here, like, he wants you to follow him, but, of course, we're Batman, and we (laughs) want to follow him as well. Yes. We and uh, and uh, you know a game the game is afoot and uh, we're trying to track down Joker as he is headed throughout uh, Arkham Asylum here. Uh, so as we move along this, I think we're still in like the, I think it's considered the intensive treatment center, the kind of the inner workings yeah, I think of you, the asylum. I think we're there for a while. Yeah, and uh, so we just kind of move through this general area for a while there are smaller tasks for us to you know there are guards that are you know knocked out uh, over the place we get to interact with some of them and accomplish some smaller things i think at this point is probably where we can identify we we first find um these uh, little tape reels that are called audio diaries or something like that um and patient uh, logs or yeah patient logs did, um, so yeah, and I I don't I think the Joker is the first one that you probably is like in plain sight, and there are like three or four of them per character um, that you can have the ability to find throughout the uh, on the map in the game, um, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. They're like essentially like the the uh, uh, psychologists or other medical uh, staff at Arkham in inter- like interviewing patients or, or providing descriptions of these people that yeah are interesting and then it gives you some comic related i like uh, info of like joker seen in you know originally introduced in this comic uh, or whatever and kind of a, a general description of that character which i thought was kind of fun what how did what did you guys think of those did you have any favorite ones or i really i enjoyed the jonathan crane Scarecrow, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. His his audio logs were very were interesting because he he's just kind of like this character who needs a bit of help, but he he just wants to do science, like he wants to do research and thinks that thinks he's doing good by having people experience their worst fears and he's kind yeah. of a twisted guy, but yeah. his audio yeah. logs were like him thinking he was running the interview for a while, like that was like yeah. the beginning of it, and mm. then and then he, <laughs> and then and then he really does like inject these people with the, his his fear serum at the very end. Is uh, it like a dust? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's or a gas or something. Yeah, because I, I I just call it fairy dust. Yeah, we 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 are fear dust actually. Fear dust. Fear yeah. dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fear gas is a whole different thing. We uh, <laughs> we um. Uh, so waiting for a laugh from Sean that never came. That one hurts, <laughs> you know. Sometimes, um, Batman experiences the fear, the fear dust a few times throughout. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, at the very end of the audio log, the interviewer and the guard in the room with him are exposed, and he kind of takes over mm-hmm. things. Yeah, uh, and I, that yeah. was kind of a memorable mm-hmm. audio log. Mm-hmm. I liked Harley Quinn's the most because you could, I guess, see well here. Uh, her progression and how she turned from psychiatrist to villain. So that was super interesting and how they like compounded and they expanded. You would get the first one and then the second one would just be a continuation or a follow up from the last one. And 
you could see a lot more of the story kind of begin to unfold the more you collected. So yeah. Yeah, I, she, I liked that they, they helped the, bring the story along. Yeah, you get to watch her. Well, I mean, I really, she's like a victim, I think, of Joker. Oh, sure. Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of see that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the other sort of, uh, while we're on the subject, I guess we can touch on some of the other, uh, um, what are they? I, I think there's a term for it that I'm blanking on right now, but like the side projects that you can do, uh, challenges, whatnot. The Riddler there's, challenges? Yeah. The At some point in the beginning here, it's probably not at this point, but the Riddler kind of like intercepts your communications and challenges you to solve different riddles throughout there. And there's, a, and then there's that part of it and then he also left behind a bunch of trophies that you can find in secret hidden areas uh throughout the island there's also the arc like arkham history there's these little symbols that are kind of throughout um the place that gives you histories on the arkham family and their mansion and their island and and you know trying to help the city of gotham i think um, <laughs> put that in quotes. Help, sure. yeah. help. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Is there any? What are and what other side sort of stuff am I missing? Um, I don't. I can't think about any side stuff. But we also learn about our detective mode. Yes. Good. In the beginning yeah. here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can click. You know, use your Batman gadgets, and essentially there is a detective mode that you can see. Uh, you know, see through walls, essentially, of like where you know, see uh, villains upcoming and whether or not they are armed and their heart rates and all this sort of stuff, as well as once we a little bit farther, there's like the, uh, um, we can track a scent or analyze DNA to follow uh, throughout the property. Um, I lived my life in that detective mode. I, I, yeah. yeah, that was ninety percent of my game was in detective mode. <laughs> it drove me crazy. <laughs> she never wanted to look at the game and like all I, its glory. Well, yeah, that I feel like that was one thing where I, I felt like it was so useful to have it in detective mode to not be like, I don't know, I don't, to know that there is going to be six people ahead or whatever that I did have to find myself being like, I need to turn this off and appreciate, the, you know, yeah. the surroundings uh, or whatever. Cause it is like a blue, dark blue hued uh, lens that is mm-hmm. kind of put over everything. Yeah. And I, I mean, I found it a little bit, it kind of removed some of my depth perception, the, the way that everything It was. wasn't good for everything. That's true. But it definitely showed you when there were upcoming people, and I could not be scared by people yeah. coming around the corner at yeah. me. One of my favorite uses of detective mode was when, so throughout the game here, I think starting pretty soon, the Joker keeps leaving you presents, yes. yeah. right? These big yes. boxes as you like have to backtrack through mm-hmm. through an area. Yeah, and you know, I think seventy percent of the time it was just filled with these little Joker teeth. Yeah. yeah, that are scattered throughout the um, throughout the levels. Yep, uh, which really act as a hey, this is the right way to be going. I don't know if you noticed They're that. They're your the bananas. Teeth, the te- yeah, the teeth were the bananas <laughs> in Donkey Kong. Yes, yeah. Um, but they were like, hey, yes, you see more teeth. This is the right way. Come this mm-hmm. way. Um, yeah, yeah. 
So, but 70% of the time or something, the boxes were full of just those teeth. Mm-hmm. But yeah. every once in a while, there would be a, a henchman yes. yeah. who is tucked just away, in this crouched in the box. box. And if you throw that in detective mode, you can see this like outline of this guy. He's <laughs> 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 like crouched. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty That was pretty helpful to, to know that it was not going to be just teeth. Yeah, because if you didn't know, and then all of a sudden this guy comes flying at you with knives, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, a little think, scary. Yeah. Yeah. So very quickly, as you're on this uh, journey to try to catch the Joker, you talk to some guards and they they inform you that one of the asylum inmates, uh, Victor Zaz, has broken loose and is holding a guard hostage. And so this is one of the the first of a few smaller, like I will call them smaller villain, smaller villains that you have to deal with on your Uh, throughout the game and this one is also kind of like your first stealth mission because basically victor's as is basically you know saying that he'll kill this guard if he sees batman um or you know if if, or doctor or somebody yeah 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 Yeah. um yeah i don't remember if if somebody if anybody's gonna come too close he's gonna uh, uh take take out the the hostage so you have to what happens a lot in this game is like uh, you can uh, go use detective mode, which also you, highlights like vent uh, entrances and vents uh, kind of highlights that for you. Um, and that's a lot of this game is like, ah, this, the the way that it, like the clear way forward, you can't actually do that because whatever, you know, Victor's ass will kill the guard or you'll be compromised or what, you know, lot, lots of stuff like that. So you have to, kind of go through the vent system uh, and you get to kind of go up on a higher elevation. Uh, you get, to, you end up, I don't know if there's a gargoyle uh, on this one. Not yet, probably, because we're still in the no, medical facility. Yeah. But essentially we learn there, uh, the swoop, I can't remember what it's called. Glide. The, yeah, glide kick is that how you can take out some enemies from above. Uh, and it's kind of one of a, a stealth move when you do it later in the game. It's only stealthy, like <laughs> in <laughs> certain instances, or yeah, for yeah. one person. But um, this, that gets the job done to take out Victor uh, Zaz this time. And um, on the topic of the greats, I love that um, you could always tell if you're going into a new place whether it would be a stealth mission or not based on how. <laughs> yeah, could, like Batman knew ahead of you. Out of it, or mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, he kicked it out, or yes. he gently moved it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Batman always had the drop on what the situation was before the player did. And so, <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. Yep. That's, that is a good point. That's a good point. Um, so after we deal with Zaz, then Zaz, Zaz has some work to do. Let me tell you, he's, uh, he, he needs a little help. That guy. Uh huh. Yeah. He's, uh, he has like Put, markings on himself, right? Of of all for everybody every who's killed. Oh, everybody that's the killed. one. For every yeah, for every kill, he scars himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just like not not super sophisticated, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's a tool. He's a pawn. <laughs> the Joker uses. Yeah, he he needs some help for sure. <laughs> so uh, after we deal with Zaz, we continue in the intensive treatment area. Um, and there's one smaller section that I do want to point out. We get into a room where there's like a bunch of toxin. Uh, this like Joker and or Harley has released a bunch of toxins uh, on the ground. We as Batman, obviously, we're able to 
like walk, you know, walk up a vent or do something to get up to the area above where the toxins are. And, um, we can't, we have to like use our batarang, um, to, uh, hit like basically, I don't know, like jump start. I think the different fans to, there's like three of them in the room or whatever to, to, um, clear out the, uh, toxin and save the guards and prisoners alike that are, um, like dying from uh, breathing in this toxin. Um, My favorite thing in this is yeah. when you save what there's like a, a, a particular prisoner yeah. who is hanging off the edge of something up top. Yes. And then you like go and you can save him mm-hmm. by pulling him up. But then Batman pulls him up and then punches him in the head. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like you are saved, but now you must be passed out. Sleep. Take a nap. Yeah. Now go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, and I wanted to bring it up uh, because Batarang is is my number one gadget, the trusty Ooh. old Batarang. Specifically, as the other part of this game is that, so I think one like you gain experience as you fight things and or complete tasks uh, or whatever, which all, like heals you and I think adds to like a counter that you can like level up and. You can like increase your armor, which basically gives you more health. And you can uh, uh, get new, like you know, enhance your enhance your gadgets, do that sort of stuff. Um, to, you know, you can increase your combat skills. So it, instead of eight combo hits to do a finishing move, it only takes four or something like that. Um, anyway, so you can like have your batarang that attacks like two people at one time or three people at one time or whatever. So I found that useful. And I just feel like you need the Batarang. The Batarang is like a required thing for like the main boss, like the main villain fight or like that one we get to that point. uh, Absolutely. I had the Batarang as my number three for the same reasons that Sean is saying. I mean, it's essential in taking down like those Titan hulks that we get to later on and killer croc when we get to him but yeah like you were saying it's essential to take down some of those uh bosses later on yeah and just classic batman you know right it did not grace my list oh my god i knew it wouldn't i knew you would have uh, something crazier i knew you have you're gonna have the explosive gel as your number (laughs) one aren't you (laughs) calling it now all right all right so, um, on our way, we do face one of those Titan Hulks, as you called it, Ashley. This this prisoner has been mutated and is huge. Um, is like the size of two or three guys. Um, so we do get our first battle within here of that type. I think in in this uh, area, and uh, you learn that yeah, that there's like a sequence to to those types of fights. Throwing the bat, like they charge you, you throw the battering, which knocks them off their path, and they run into a wall, which kind of stuns them, and you can fight, you know, fight them and and get those get them down. That took me a long time yeah. to figure out that sequence. I would, <laughs> I would, I, I mean, I think Brandon, I wouldn't have figured it out on my own. I mean, it gives you the tip. It, it does give you tips. Once you die, it tells you, hey, this is what you should be doing instead. So that's helpful. Um, but, and Brandon, you gave me that tip too, because I was just trying to like punch him, which obviously wasn't very successful, but. There's a trophy for 
taking down a, a Titan mono, Without using mono, the, e mono or whatever. Yeah, I did see that. Um, uh, well. Probably not the most efficient, but yes, there is a trophy for that. But anyways, um, so you fling it, you throw your battering when they're charging you, and it, everything kind of like slows down a second, yeah, and then yeah. you're supposed to X jump out of the way. Yeah. Uh, it took me so long to get my timing right and jump <laughs> out of the way. I would just get nailed. Well, you could just try to like walk out of the way and I'm like, they're moving too fast. <laughs> well, you would think that Batman would be a little bit faster. No, Batman is, Batman is quite slow. He actually. is slow. Uh, if you're not, if he's not diving, he's crawling basically. But I would like, I would hit <laughs> yeah. X to jump out of the way and he wouldn't, he would like so slowly somersault out of the way and then I would get nailed by this <laughs> titan running at me. Yeah, you figured it out though. I did for the most part. It took a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, as we're moving along, Joker taunts us a bit more and explains to us that how he was able to at least initiate his plan is because uh, Frank Bowles is a guard um, who, at the very beginning, I think Joker calls him out kind of. And yeah, at first you're like, ah, it's just because Joker been, is here so much. And he, so he knows all these guards by and name. And he, he does know everybody by name, right? Yeah. Like he, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, uh, but it turns out that he he was able to like turn Frank Bowles and pay him off to help him escape uh, and from that initial thing. And uh, Joker tells us that he right now has abducted Commissioner Gordon and, um, you know, to back off because everybody, all of the guards, like everybody has been instructed that if they catch Batman following Joker or where Gordon is, uh, that they're going to kill Commissioner Gordon. So Poor Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Before that, though, I'd like to back up real quick to the Titan fight. Yeah. So. Joker injects this guy, right? Yeah. Or no? Do we, well, we see don't know the transformation that. happen? No, no, we don't see that until later. So okay, we just, so we just see this Titan. Yeah, we just thing. walk into a Person. room with this, yeah, guy or, yeah. Okay, um, okay, cool. That's that's all. That was a that was a thread that was he, loose for me. Is he as hulked out in this fight as the ones we get later, or is he kind of baby hulked out? I don't remember. Uh, I don't, I don't either. remember. I don't know. But okay. anyway, uh, so we now can use our we use our detective skills again. We know that Frank. I guess I don't know how we learn. I, I can't remember how this comes up, but we learn that Frank hits the sauce a bit, and uh, so he drinks bourbon and often while on the job. <laughs> and yes. Yes. So I was like, Alfredo marinara. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, and so we can like analyze the scent of the bourbon that we find in like his locker, uh, uh, his guard locker. And then, so now we're like, we can find a trail of where they've been because of his breath has the trace amounts of, of the bourbon. Um, See, the detective mode say, and this strikes is where, again. And this is where you do live in detective mode. Yeah. If you're following yeah. the, yes. the trail. Yes. So we are following this trail and we have to be very stealthy. Throughout all of this because of the, what the Joker had said. So there's lots of uh, henchmen to take out. And essentially, we 
follow, are following this trail until we, we find Frank's body. And he is dead. The Joker used him all for what he needed, and then Harley disposed of him. Um, now, this is where... This is one of the first, like, big combat areas where, where the guys have... Do the guys have guns here yet? Not yet. I think... Yeah, yeah. This is where, yep, they first... Uh, we first encounter the henchmen that have guns. Yep. And you're sneaking around and yeah. I'll tell you what on hard. Oh, I saw on medium too. You don't get a lot of grace period for these guys. To not, with those, at you. not with I those mean, guns. Like, nope. No. If you're found out, Batman's a goner. He is a yep. goner. Yep. Yep. And let me tell you, I upgraded that armor as much as I could. And I don't, I don't think it really helped me very much. They were not Kevlar upgrades. They were, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was like a patch. Speaking of dying a bit, I thought the loading sequence, you know, once you're dead and while it's lo- the game is loading you back to your last safe spot or whatever, uh, I thought that was a very cool feature of, like, whoever you're kind of the main villain is of mm-hmm. where you're at uh, is kind of ta- you know, taunting you. Taunting, taunting you. I was just going to say, comes and taunts you. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was a neat, ominous, uh, a neat, neat touch there for the most part the save points i think were pretty good like yes if you died in a battle you had to start back over from that battle which makes sense um there were some times though where i i would finish a boss battle i beat them it took me a few times i beat them went to the next area like it it signaled the next i got my next objective I stopped the game, came back, and I had to do it again. It didn't actually save. Well, I think, I, yes, in those times, you did not move on to the next area. I know, but I got my next but you objective, got your next objective yeah. so yeah. I thought that was enough. Right. No, so, the, the autosave triggers, like, when you move out of, like, into a new area. No, I guess whatever. I've been spoiled with the games we've been playing recently where you can save at any point. Right. And this game, you couldn't do that. It had the autosave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But so uh, once we find uh and uh yeah so we find Frank Bowles dead so our trail is now gone cold. I in in that battle too I feel like uh that's like Harley they blow up the elevator that we like I think would have used to basically go the way we came. We go we like leave the intensive treatment facility I think basically going through some vents and like out the side uh, uh, of like the cave or like the mountain or something that this hillside that the thing is kind of like built into. And, uh, and then we kind of see like, Oh, okay. We're, we're now experiencing like the rest of the Island is, this is like a bigger area. Very cool backdrop too. You got Gotham in the background. Yeah. Yeah. You see like Gotham Wayne, in the background. Wayne Manor. Yeah. And Ashley. Yes. Well, should you mention that that is my number three location is like this Arkham, island which i know everything is kind of island but like this exterior the outside the outside part like how you're outside and you have the different buildings that you can access from the outside like you're saying like that you could see gotham yeah lit up at night and the water reflecting all the lights from arkham again you can get to all the different locations by exiting to this exterior island area area but um, yeah, that's my number three. It is also location. my number three. What? Yeah, the grounds. I have the grounds. 
Yeah. Yeah. The grounds. Yeah. That's because yeah. there's a lot to do out there. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, uh, the environmental storytelling is very strong, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, the, especially, oh, sorry. Well, yeah. and I, I love how the grounds change as the story progresses, right? There's, you know, yep. it, it, it follows the story. And so mm-hmm. it, uh, it's a very strong element of Arkham Asylum. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. I agree. Yes. So as we make our way down to the grounds, we also, at, at one point in time, like there's over the radio as you're passing by, there's um, like Gotham News correspondent Jack Ryder or something. You kind of hear one of his reports and he's providing breaking news that like the Joker has called in and threatened. There's like a bunch of bombs. He's planting a bunch of bombs throughout the city, which Batman kind of says like, I, this is just a decoy to like keep everybody away from Arkham. So basically, I think he tells Oracle, like, can you check that out? But just to make sure. But I think it's a, just a ploy to keep all of the Gotham police and everything away from Now, Now, let's Arkham. be honest here. Joker, a uh, lot of qualities that are undesirable. Okay. I yeah. think well, let's just get out there. Nobody wants Joker in their life. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. But he, I think you cannot, you cannot um, ignore his project management skills. He's got a plan. <laughs> he is maneuvering people. He's he, he's sure. a delegator. He's sure. he's got a skill set that a lot of companies would love, if not tied to a sociopath. <laughs> sure, sure. It's obviously very convincing. He's got a lot of people that are doing yeah. his and, bidding. And throughout, you know. Throughout the story, you see, like, man, he really was uh, thinking ahead. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's, it is quite, quite. This is one. Of, this is one of those times. Yeah. <laughs> so as we're on the grounds, we are in uh, what we find out to be like Arkham East, the east section of Arkham, and we get an alert that the Batmobile is like their def- the defense mode has kicked in because there's some of Harley Quinn's henchmen that are trying to disable it or you know kind of they're smash trying to smash it which i guess that is what alerts i don't know that that's the reason why Bat- batman thinks like okay gordon m- must be in tr- I, i'm worried for him now i don't know if there there's something happens where he thinks okay gordon i definitely need to get to him soon because i think they're they're hurting him and essentially it's we are trying to get you know, pick up the trail again. We're so we basically move quickly from Arkham East, and then uh, we get over into Arkham North, where we f- pick back up the trail of Gordon. Wait, and, wait, wait! Back up to where the Batmobile. We protect the Batmobile. Sorry. So did, yeah. So we we're that? yeah. I, I'm speaking out of turn, I guess. So we get the alert that the Batmobile is uh, defense mode has kicked in, and so we're heading over to the Batmobile. And um, which I think is in a different part of Arkham. It's in Arkham North. So as we're making our way over there, there's like obviously other henchmen that we have to fight as we're getting through there. There's like little connecting tunnels that bridge that connect you from the different sides of it. So we have to take down some henchmen there. Once we get to the Batmobile, take out all those people. That's what it is. We see we we find Gordon's pipe, his cigar or whatever. Yeah, tobacco. Yeah, it's a tobacco. Yeah, that he. But we also get a a gadget out of the trunk, correct? Of the Batmobile. Yes. 
the explosive gel. The explosive gel. Ah. Which let's just say, since it's introduced, it's number two on my list. I, I knew it was it. on Ashley your list. Yes, yeah. Oh, uh, you liked it? I didn't. I felt like it was kind of useless. Whoa, but it, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I don't know. I think Come that watch it, me play this game. I <laughs> didn't useless. use it to its full potential. Well, I know so I didn't. Here's the deal. We'll get to some sections in the upcoming where. So if there's ever a wall that can be blown up and people walk behind it, if you blow the wall up. While people are walking, instantly taken down, and they don't know where you are. Okay. That's great. Okay. Point one. Point two. But how often does that happen? Hey, it saved my skin here at, towards the end of the game. Okay. <laughs> but the the thing I use the explosive gel most for is uh, when you're like trying to be sneaky, which I had problems with this stealth in this game, like just because I I'm I'm not that patient, and you have to be really patient. Oh, I have, was so patient. Yeah. You were very patient. <laughs> I'd be watching you. I'm like, why aren't you moving? <laughs> They're coming to me. Yes. And, but if you take a guy down in the stealth game, especially later on, they get these collars that alert people, like when, there's a, when yeah. a guy goes down. Then you, you put the gel, maybe even three of the gels, three little bat signals, right around their body. Then people come and look at, oh, there's a new guy. There's a guy down over here. Then when they huddle, boom. Blow them up. That's smart. And you at least can knock them out and then go take them down when they're down. And then that helps things out. So. See, yeah, I didn't utilize it to nice. its full potential because I never used it in yeah. strategically in combat. Yeah. Yep. Now, there is like an upgrade to you can like put three and then you can choose which ones to blow up like at particular times. I was never that sophisticated. Again, yeah. patience <laughs> and, and strategic thinking were sure not that and not at that level for me. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Sean, continue. So, um, yeah, so we, we get the explosive gel from the Batmobile, and we are able now to, um, we see that Gordon is help, trying to help us f- track him down. He's, like, leaving us the breadcrumbs, the trail, um, in that he's, like, I think, leaving little t- his tobacco um, as, as he gets moved along. Um, so we are able to track that in detective mode and go to find him. And we also learn that they've taken over the medical facility uh, as well. Creepy as facility. Intensive <laughs> yes. treatment center. And um, so that's where we're he- we head over to the medical facility. And as soon as we walk in there, I think we see Harley, who has Commissioner Gordon. But there's a bunch of security fields that are still up. And so we have to we find a different way in. Essentially, there is a lot of doctors in the medical facility that are being taken hostage. Uh, this is where we first meet Dr. Penelope Young, who will come play a bigger role a bit later in the story. And she's been acting suspicious, I don't know, at the very beginning of the of the game. If you looked over to her, you wouldn't know why to do this, right? If you hadn't yeah. played the game before. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, she's like nervous when Joker's around, okay? Uh, uh-huh. And then now she's acting a little fishy too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, there's something going on with her. You can tell, you can really tell here. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's like, basically, yeah, I think she, we say, we rescue her and she's like freaking out about her research or something. And so one of the guards whose name is Aaron Cash, and I think we talked to him a couple times. So he has a name, um, but he offers to like escort her to her office back to, to find uh, her research papers, which we don't know why at the moment, why that is important. But he, his name comes up in quite a few of the audio 
patient logs. Yeah, he, right? I think he's a prominent guard, let's say. Mm-hmm. There's one of them that his name comes up quite a bit in, and I can't remember which villain, if that was Joker, Croc? I think. Okay. Maybe Croc? Yeah, I think he's in a few of them. Yeah. Because he's one of the named characters that you kind of, uh, you tie to. Yeah. He's also getting himself in a lot of trouble all the time. I feel like we're bailing this guy out left and right, yeah. Mr. Cash. <laughs> yeah. Pick your battles a little bit better. You know? <laughs> yep. Um, so basically, yeah, we're making our way through the medical facility, trying to figure out a way to get to Harley and save Commissioner Gordon. And um, we get into the lower level of the, the facility, and who do, who pops up? But we're in the medical facility, right? So who pops up? But Mr. Scarecrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And this is where you're in the morgue. You're in the morgue. Right? Yeah, yes. it's super creepy. Yes. And so I mean, you... Ugh. It's very subtle. I've, I've, I've read some notes that say, like, you catch a glimpse of Scarecrow. I think you maybe have to be looking in a particular area to, like, actually notice him. Scarecrow, also a ninja. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so you're in the morgue. I think the, the, the tobacco, you know, we're, has led us here. And then all these weird things happen where, like, we look at some corpses and they are... Uh, the Wayne parents mm-hmm. and um, super creepy. Yeah. And then you walk a little bit farther and like very slowly uh, and gradually like the environment changes and then it's clear that like, okay, something weird is happening here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So now we're under the scarecrows um, fear dust. Um, he, yes. Uh, it's catching on. <laughs> So there, we're in this like weird state uh, that happens three times in the game. This is the first of which where we are like in this little weird scenario where we're very small. Like the vantage point becomes that we are just trying to hide from this huge evil scarecrow in a really weird landscape. And it's we're yeah, like it's we're floating in the air, and we basically have little things that we can hide behind as Scarecrow is just looming over this place with uh, trying to find you and saying silly, like crazy, creepy things like I'll find you little bat. And yes, two, two things like that. So it's a hallucination, right? Like yes, we're in this. Yes. What's, what's interesting is we're actually moving though. Like, in, yeah. In, yeah. Like it, you, when, when this whole thing is over, Batman ends up somewhere that he in wasn't to start. Room. And so yes, you're, yes. you are like legit hallucinating. Yeah. Scarecrow, dude's ripped, man. Like he doesn't have a shirt on, but and maybe maybe like he tuned his hallucination so that people like when he when he when people see him, he's like cut. He, you know, he's, he sure. looks like a looks like a Thor or something, <laughs> like a like Hemsworth in the Marvel movies. But um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. But the third thing, I could have done without these. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't love the side scrolling. Like it turns into like a 2D platformer almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I just, I mean, it's, it, it turned, it reminded me a bit uh, like in Spider-Man when you had to stop and do the puzzles kind mm-hmm. of hmm. like, it just, it just took a lot of my tools away. It and, did take and it, all your tools away. And it yeah. changed the game a little bit in terms of like how I was, you know, how I was being Batman. And like, I respect yeah. it from a narrative point of view and right. like it actually acted as, to pace the story out. Like I knew, okay. First one of these, I'm about a third of the way done with the game. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. But I didn't, I didn't love them. Yeah, I didn't mind them so much 
towards the end. The first one really freaked me out just because Scarecrow's freaky and it yeah. was creepy that he was like, I'm going to find you. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was really creepy. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't fast enough in the beginning. It took me a while to figure out my timing of how when to start running yeah. to avoid his yeah. gaze. Yeah. But the third one, I think I got the third one pretty fast. Yeah. But the first one I had to redo quite a few times because um, he kept spotting me. But I, I get what you're saying. That, yeah. yeah. At least the save points were pretty generous, I thought. They were. I was really worried because yeah. you would get through like quite a few, you know, platform sections and then he would catch me. And, and fortunately, I didn't have to redo a ton. So, yeah. Uh, the other thing to point out is that like before we enter the full hallucination, we are walking through and we see Commissioner Gordon dead on the ground. And yeah. um, so you're led to believe that like Gordon, they they are they already killed him. Anyway, and then, yes, like we talked about with the hallucination with uh, Scarecrow. I actually, I like this uh, Scarecrow as a villain a lot. Um, I'm with you that maybe I could have dealt, I could have done with like one less time. I don't know, you know, I don't know if we did need to do the same thing like three times in a row. But I just, I like that it was a different mechanic to like a, the other types of boss fights. And I don't know, I think the Scarecrow as a villain to Batman is just a strong, such a strong villain because Batman's whole thing is like fear, his fear. And uh, yeah. so, yeah. So anyway, so it's Scarecrow, I actually put as my number one villain. Yeah, I do. It was your number one villain? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, you buried the lead. You did bury you the, the lead. lead. Yeah. Anyway, so I just, I think, you know, it seems like this game is like a stew, let's say. All right. Welcome to the first episode of Cooking with Me, I guess. And the action is the meat, and the stealth is the potatoes, and the collectibles are the carrots, and (laughs) the scarecrow is like, it's like that spice that I didn't need in it. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. It's like that spice on top that I just is like too much. Too much for me. (laughs) Gotcha. Cooking with Brandon. So anyway, yeah, so so basically the scarecrow stuff you make your way throughout this this uh nightmare sort of thing until you find a spotlight and then you can shine it back on. Yeah, why doesn't he like light? Because it's your hallucination. Yeah, it's not him not liking light. It's I think you as Batman overcoming the overcoming fear the, or the yeah, just hmm. you know, coming out of the trip. But it's uh, represented through light. The, it's the bat signal. Okay, whatever that means. I said that like it should explain everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, it's the bat signal. Duh, and then, Ashley, and then couldn't follow that up with anything of substance. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Once you are out of that, you've evaded uh, Scarecrow, at least for now, successfully. You realize that you see a fallen security guard. That That is who you mistook for Commissioner Gordon in the hallucination. So you're like, okay, cool. Gordon, still alive. <laughs> Let's go find him. And we we get to an area where we find Gordon and Harley is guarding him. And then the uh, there's another uh, stealth sort of thing 
where there's four henchmen patrolling the room, and if if any, you know, if Batman is spotted, Harley will execute Gordon instantly. So you have to take down some more henchmen. This is where, in the same room, instead of getting to Gordon, the Joker is just playing, and it's like another trap um, because he leaves you a surprise uh, that's in like this previously locked room. So you walk in. And who do you see but a very tiny Bane who's, like, hooked up to a bunch of this, like, medical, I don't know. Uh, it actually reminded me a lot of the thing in, um, um, what game did we just play? Bioshock. Bioshock. The, um, the, the device that Frank Fontaine is in at the end of it or whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, but, like, massive vials of and syringes or whatever. And, uh, and so... Basically, this thing there is—he's hooked up to a pump that is draining his venom. There is a cutscene that happens to all this sort of stuff, where Batman's like, "What happened?" They're like, "What happened to you?" And Bane says that you know they like have drained his venom, which I guess his venom is the whole thing that gives him his you know makes him huge and extremely powerful. And I guess yeah, Bane starts to reveal a little bit too much of the plan. So Joker or, you know, something happens to where every, like everything reverses and like all the venom gets pumped right back into Bane and then he breaks out of his, all of his, of his restraints and now we get to fight huge amped up Bane. Yeah, he's kind of wearing it like a backpack almost. Like he, he's got like this contraption hooked to him with like kind of remind me of like a Doc Ock. With mm-hmm. all these, like, yeah, you know, loops of venom uh, pipes. Now, isn't this a similar plot to what happens in Batman? Is it Batman Forever or Batman and Robin, whichever one's with Poison Batman Ivy? And, Batman and Robin, I think, has uh, Dr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane. Yeah. No, that's Batman Forever. No, ba- Batman Forever is with the Joker or the, the Riddler and Two-Face. Are you sure? Because yeah. that's where you get Robin's backstory, is with Two-Face. But I think it's Batman Forever. Oh my good lord, this is a confusing naming scheme. Anyway, um, <laughs> you better believe I'm going to correct it. How is this relevant? Because he isn't Robin in that one until the very end. Like he, He's just the kid who parents died in a circus, or whatever. Like, he doesn't become Robin until the end of that one. And then so the next one with George Clooney... Is like it's Batman and Robin because he's there from the beginning. Yeah, but that one has Batgirl. I know because it's Alicia Silverstone, and then and there's Poison Ivy and Doctor Freeze is leading yeah, yeah. them, and yeah. Bane is a part of it. Yeah, Bane in that movie <laughs> is the same kind of thing. Like it, they extract it from his blood, and he gets really tiny, and he yes. gets like injected with his venom as when yes. he's big and strong, and Poison Ivy's like pulling the strings with this guy. Yeah. That's the whole, that was the whole tangent. That, for the whole now we're, for we're bringing it in for a landing. Yes. That's what the connection. Okay. Yes. But Bane, <laughs> what's funny is Bane represent the, this boss fight here represents like the rest of the boss fights that you'll have in this game. Yes. It's like the same yeah. thing. Yes. And if you figure it out, it's easy. It's, if you don't figure it out, it's a nightmare. Are there henchmen in this one too? Or is it just Bane? No, there are, there are little, there's ads or whatever. They're little henchmen. Not as many, but yeah, like like you were saying, like this kind of teaches you the sequence. Yeah, yeah. 
And then, yeah, so in when Bane's talking to Batman um, about what happened, he uses the word, like, bruja, uh, like, bruja drained the venom from him. The and, witch. Um, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, which we, yeah, we come to find out later, uh, which stands for witch. And uh, so anyway, so yes, yeah, so this is the big fight where it's basically there are three times where you have to... It's a similar thing. Uh, Bane runs up and charges you. You have to subdue him and hit him enough times to where he, uh, Batman can jump on his back and like rip off a part of the Venom connection sort of thing. And you do that three times to finally get uh, uh, Bane subdued. Closest that I've seen Ashley throw a controller, I think, was in this. I was a little ooh, frustrated. This battle here. Which yeah. is funny because you did it fewer times than the than the later boss fights. Like the later yeah. boss fights, you did many more times. But at this this one, like was... I think I just couldn't I just couldn't figure out the the rhythm of the the battering and dodge, the battering dodge punches. You know. Yeah. Well, and this was before you were really dodging a whole lot, and so you were just kind of walking around, and then the guys well, would sure. just beat you up because they you they know, were mean. Yeah, and. uh now, for the listeners, it's not like you were actually going to throw your controller. I want to get that out there. You were just a little bit, <laughs> you were just frustrated and had to turn the game off. I so. think I did turn the game off, and then it took a break for a few days, and then came back and forgot how to do everything, and then died a bunch more times because yes. I couldn't remember yes. how to do anything. So that wasn't super beneficial. But yeah, so basically, once you get there, there's a cutscene where you uh, subdue Bane and meet back up with Commissioner Gordon, and yeah, you end up on the there are some docks with a police boat that you're sending Commissioner Gordon off. Uh, in the in this cutscene, uh, the commissioner and you are talking, and then all of a sudden, Bane busts out of the wall that's right next to you and lifts Joker or, and lifts Batman up. Yes, yeah. and like starts choking him out. And then Batman, this is all cutscene. And yeah. then Batman calls the Batmobile from his from oh, his that's wrist right. or something. And it's a good thing that Batman's a billionaire because yeah. the the Batmobile runs and and he gets out or something and and then the Batmobile hits Bane and knocks them both into the water. Yeah. And so bye-bye Batmobile. Bye-bye Bane. Yeah. For now. <laughs> bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye now. Uh, bye-bye. So I'll pick it up from here. Yes. Now the story I will admit in that first section is confusing, right? There's you don't know what's going on. You're just yes reacting to yeah. the, the things that Joker's throwing at you. In mm-hmm. this part of the story, the second part of the story that I'm going to be talking about, you start to get the shape of things. Yeah. And Bats is talking to Commissioner Gordon and he says, who? Bane said, Bruja. Bruja. That means which I'm going to go to my Batcave and figure this out. And yeah. so yeah. you go to the Batcave, which Batman had installed uh, underneath Arkham Asylum a few years ago. Uh, as we mentioned, him being a billionaire, he can just put bad caves wherever right, he wants yeah. to without people knowing. My number two location is, is the, the bad cave. cave. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was, I don't know. I, now you're saying it. Yeah, he's a billionaire, so that makes it less fun. But I don't know. <laughs> I think the introduction of it is very cool. And the fact that Oracle's like, bad cave, like, I don't see that on the schematics of Arkham Island anywhere. And he's like, yeah, some, you know. 
I have to keep some secrets or I don't know, just just cool. And it comes. He's like, I built it in case I ever needed it for something like this. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's coming yeah, in he, handy. He knew he, he knew could he have made it, it a little bit easier to get to. Well, I mean, I know it has to be secretive. Well, could he though? Could he? <laughs> but like, there was one you had to like glide from one island over the water to another island over the water and then zip over and crawl through some tunnels and i mean well that was so recall that that happens later when your main entrance is blocked well but still that's his that's his escape route but still and yes what if you can't glide what if he doesn't have his cape then he's screwed so fun fact though in this game uh one of the anti-piracy measures... This game came out when piracy was a big issue for video games. People were cracking the executables and just sending out, like, you know, pirated versions of the game to their friends. Okay. They installed some kind of anti-cheat method that they knew whether or not it was a cracked version of the game. And if it was, they would... The developers put in, like, some bug with Batman's cape that wouldn't allow him to fly straight yeah. And so I think when you get to this point or so, or when you get somewhere along the like they let you play for a while and then you have to glide across the way and you can't because the bat bats capes, you know, screwed up. And so mm-hmm. then like the game is broken for people who pirated the game. Oh, like that's, that's huh. so mischievous and it's yeah. brilliant because it's like, yeah, sure. Come on. Come on. Play my game. But you can't finish it. Yeah. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um but we get into the bat cave and this is where batman does the bleep bloop bleeps on his computer his bat computer yeah and i, I don't know exactly he just like looks up bruja or i don't know exactly what he's yeah. looking up but he finds this dr young and she's been doing research uh with the venom compound uh to make this sorry with the venom with the veins venom to make titan the Titan yes. compound. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's been experimenting on patient X yeah. and patient X is Bane. Right. We've come to find out. Mm-hmm. So Batman realizes, okay, Joker is connected to this and he's also up to no good. So we have to go destroy whatever Titan comp, whatever this is, we got to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. We had to find Dr. To Young find, and get her uh, notes and we had to get her notes yeah. and destroy her notes. Yeah. Uh, also, in the back cave is when we get the back claw for the first time. Yes. Yeah. And the back claw is pretty helpful because you can tear move. grates open from afar and move some boxes and move the boxes way. around. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Batman has a storage problem. So we have to. Uh... He did. He's a hoarder. <laughs> Batman's a bit of a hoarder. And he needs the back claw to probably throw his boxes down to the, you know, down the end of the cave or whatever. We probably just. Dumped millions of dollars down. Oh, for sure. The, you know. Oh, for sure. Um, so using the back claw, we get out of the back cave, right? And you do have to. You're you're right though, actually, because you you can't go. You can't leave the way you came. I think you have to go out through the sewers. It's it's yeah. He doesn't have a very clear path. No, <laughs> no. So we go through the sewers. Uh, this is where this is one of my favorite kind of environmental. Moments that you don't have to see, but you can. Uh, if you walk to the right after coming into the sewers, you come to this door that looks like there's like a thousand padlocks. I mean, it's like it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a big locked door. Mm. And if you get close enough to or no, I think if you hit X to open it, Killer Croc jumps up. Yeah. And like 
you know, once again, says, oh, I'm going to kill you, Bats. That was real scary. Yeah, my impression right now. Well, yeah. yes, that and <laughs> and Croc yes. putting his face against the glass. Yes, I warned you ahead of time that, that something was going to happen. Well, because I told you to go to the door, actually. You did. So you set me I up. I would have felt really bad if you were horrified after setting you up. So I, I warned you that yeah. scary things were going to be happening. Um, so we get out of the sewers after taking down some bad guys that Joker's, you know, Joker's placed some of his, his, uh, cohorts throughout Mm -hmm. the, throughout the level. At one point you can come up on this guy who's on the phone with Joker and Joker's talking about how, like, I'm going to send some guys to break your wife's legs if you don't do this thing. And then like, he like pauses for a minute and then Joker, like Joker is like no fun to be around for sure. Right. And even with the people who are trying to help him out here. Yeah. Um bit of a bit of a bit of a sociopath, let's say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um so then we get to the aqueducts, which is one of my least favorite areas in the game. I know we're we're not ranking at my least favorite areas <laughs> in the game. <laughs> but this is where your back claw doesn't work anymore. Not the aqueducts. back claw, the your um your you know, the the bat um yes. what's your it battering? Called? No, it's no, like your just your usual grapple, like your, your gra- grapple. Yeah. Your back grapple. <laughs> You know, your usual R1 that you clicked and moved. Oh, and yes, fly yes, up. Like, yes. it doesn't work here because it can't, everything's too old and it, it like, gets yes. shot up and then just falls. This yes. was a terrible section. And so you just have to <laughs> manually climb and, and it's and just like, okay. when your left, when your view is not centered, then it's going to make it very difficult to gingerly climb up these, you know, well, fallen we've already, towers. we've already covered your struggle with walking straight with the camera. Well, and, and this is just added. Now they took away your back claw. Because then if you fall, I did this multiple times. Like, it's a puzzle of a maze in this area. Yeah. And if you fall down, you miss you miss your step and you fall down, you got to do this whole maze back up again. Yes. So, yeah, didn't, didn't care for this area here. Um, nope. But we eventually get back out onto the grounds. Now Joker has placed snipers in all the watchtowers. So... Yeah. Yeah, watch mm-hmm. out. And they have pretty good range too. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought, I mean, obviously, but like I thought for sure I was out of view of them, and I was just standing there trying to decide what I was going to do, and then I would get shot. Yep. Yep. Uh, and but our goal now is to get into the manor, which is where Doctor Young had her office to get her notes. Yeah. But there are two snipers placed at the entrance of the manor, and they've got like security guards strung up by their ankles, which is not great either. Yeah. And so you take out these snipers. And you have to get into the manor. I will tell you, it took me about 10 minutes to figure out how to get into the manor. Like, I was, like, all around the top. Mm-hmm. It was very easy. There's a grate. There's just yeah. a grate yeah. right above. But right above I was like, I, I just did not see this thing. You know why? Because <laughs> yep. I wasn't in detective mode. See? You got a little bit of detective <laughs> so, mode, Mike. <laughs> so I missed it, and then I got finally got into the manor. And I will say here that the manor is my second favorite location. Me too. You too. Did you steal my no, homework? Number three no. for me. Number three for Whoa. me. Very good, yeah. No, the manor's just a cool place, right? Like, it's uh, um, got a lot of history. There's a lot of environmental storytelling with the statues and the, yeah, like, the, like penguins' umbrellas in a glass case. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then the manor comes back into play later when uh, Poison Ivy, uh, I'll get right, to here right. very, very quickly, actually. And yeah, I, I like the manor a lot. Yeah, it's super Likewise. fancy with its statues and libraries. Yep. Yep. Okay, so we're in the manor. Now, this is a, there's a, like a lot of back and forth between things. Uh, again, the main goal here is to get to Dr. Young's notes. So 
we end up in the records room to save. I think Cash again has gotten abducted. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one of those stealth for stealth missions that took me forever because I kept being impatient and getting getting yep. shot at. Mm-hmm. But we rescue Cash and the other police officer. And this is where the suicide collar is what it's called is introduced where ah, when you yeah. knock a guy out, they the uh, uh, alert gets signaled, which I think is meant like if a patient is not respond like if the patient's mm-hmm. vitals are yeah, yeah. Uh, right. reduced then it sends an alert but joker takes over the system and mm-hmm. is just using it for his own nefarious purposes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so in after we get to the records room we make our way to dr young's office but the door's blocked so we have to work our way up through the ceiling mm-hmm. area and this is one of my favorite moments of environmental storytelling here we run across a cell which is super random which inside got, this mansion. Yep, which has got all these circles. Like like writing is written in circles on the walls and on the door. And it, it's a part of the uh, one of the riddlers, yeah. riddles. Uh-huh. You take a picture of it. And um, this is Amadeus Arkham's cell, which is my favorite example of the environmental storytelling here, where mm. you get the history that our, you know, Amadeus Arkham started this. And you get it through those little taking pictures of those Mm -hmm. little stone things with Mm -hmm. the circular writing on it. And now I'm realizing that there's something Mm. connected to the way that the writing was on those circles and all the writing was in his cell. So Mm. I'm just putting that together as we speak, but, (laughs) but, um, he went a little crazy as well because his wife and daughter were murdered by this guy who he, who then was at his asylum and he was trying to rehabilitate that guy and then the the murderer was like almost like they thought he was rehabilitated and ready to go back out into the public uh but in like this he had to just sign a piece of paper for his release but he took the pen and killed Ar- arkham's secretary instead and then arkham ended up killing him as he was trying to do electroshock therapy so then arkham goes a little bit mad as well and then gets imprisoned in his own asylum for the rest of his life um really quite a tragic tale of this it's very interesting this Amadeus oh that was good yeah see him nailing it. yeah <laughs> watch out watch out watch there was out, another Troy cell <clears throat> wasn't weren't there two cells down there i think there's there was another an, one you next come to into him. one i don't know who that i can't remember yeah. whose it was yeah but anyway do you guys have like an example of your favorite little bit of environmental storytelling like that if you don't have one we can move on i have one that comes later so i will save mine for later all right good so after we walk past this cell that you don't have to see at all if you don't if you miss it um we end up in dr young's office which is being staked out by these uh jokers guys we get into her office we find that the safe that held the notes was opened so we piece together that she's already been here. She knows Jokers after these notes. So she grabbed the notes and now we got to find Dr. Young. And we can tell that it was her, right? Because we can look at like the fingerprints or something yeah, in I detective think... mode. Like there is a reason Batman thought that, okay, she got them, yeah. not someone else. Well, and we pick up her scent here too. Yeah. <laughs> we're like a dog. Right. <laughs> we pick up her, her pheromones and then we're, and then we track, or are we tracking her fingerprints? I think we're tracking her fingerprints. Maybe it's fingerprints. Yeah. yeah. Fingerprints. We're tracking her fingerprints. Um, so less like the dog, more like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> and we go back through the manor, end up in the library. Uh, and now in the library here, 
Joker is set another trap for us. There's a couple of security or a couple of maybe the doctors or security guards. So, good guys are mm-hmm. um, bound tied to chairs. I and think. there's a timer going off where Joker's going to set this gas up at the bottom of the library. And this is like a weird little puzzle where you have to like work your way to the top and then uh, cut the cut the little rope that's holding up the gigantic chandelier yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yep. And then ride that all the way down. And in that room was where Dr. Young had stored the notes. Mm-hmm. So we get in there, we burn, or Batman burns the notes up and says, great deal, no worries, <laughs> Joker's plan has been thwarted. Right? Yeah, Not so, so naive. Fast. Not so fast because uh, we also find that Joker has kidnapped through Zaz, mm-hmm. our friend Zaz, who we knocked out earlier, Yeah, who can't seem to stay captured. Zaz abducted Dr. Young and now is going to, and Dr. Young is going to, you know, be tortured until she gives up the, the formula for this Titan serum to Joker. And as bats, all we know is that that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So we go to save Dr. Young, but first we are poisoned again by the fear dust. Ah, that silly scarecrow. Yep, you know, again, I don't know when this is happening. You know, are we like, is it like, Stuff's coming through the vents, I notice, when we're in the library. And maybe that's the gas, the fear gas Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we go through. But as we're walking through the hallway, we get this, like, cutscene where over a few iterations, it transforms into Batman's origin story where his parents are are killed, right? Mm -hmm. And then he's a child. And then you turn into a child. And then you get this scene where... His parents are are dead, and then they look look at him and said, "Why didn't you save us, Bruce?" Ugh, and yeah, harsh man, Batman's backstory. Not like we haven't heard this a thousand times, sure. but but you know, it's uh, still powerful. Yeah. And then we do another Scarecrow mission. I don't have too much to say. You about... ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have much to say about the Scarecrow section here. Yeah. Fair enough. You don't like it. We know. We it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. They, I, I, at one point in time, I think maybe this time they incorporate one more thing where it's like you fight skeletons. Yeah, you do start fighting some skeletons. Yeah, yep. it's like yep. just one more thing to deal with throughout. And that. you do yeah. use your bat claw here. You yeah. do. In like to move some boxes around or something. It's very simple, oh, very okay. very rudimentary, but yes, yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so we wake up from the hallucination at like the very top of the manor and we have to do the, we have to do another thing where we cut down the big bell up here and then. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And in that destruction, we open up the way to doctor or or the, the, um, uh, warden sharps office, which is where Zaz has taken Dr. Young. Okay. And so we make our way into there and. We see that Zaz has Dr. Young. We have to do the little corner crouch thing. And, and just like beginning, Zaz has got the knife up to Dr. Young's throat and is like, if I see you, bats, I'll kill her. And Oh, yeah. And, you know, this guy's like bloodthirsty. I don't know why he doesn't. I mean, like he's, he wants to do it, <laughs> but he's just not doing it. So, yeah. whatever. He gives us the opportunity to knock him out with a well-placed batarang. Mm-hmm. And we save Dr. Young from Zaz. Now... Dr. Young, number three on my villains here. Ooh, (laughs) okay. You know, look, she was the victim of Zaz, yes. But she, like, violated the Belmont Report and is conducting all sorts of unsanctioned human testing on Bane. 
sure, uh, sure. in an attempt to uh, in an attempt to create this serum that I think she thinks is going to do good, but she's this is bad science, guys. Yeah. This is really bad, really yeah. bad science. You shouldn't be doing this stuff. Um, <laughs> we find out actually throughout the aqueducts that. Uh, she was working for Jack White. Oracle is telling us this as we're trying to get out of the, the aqueducts a while ago, mm-hmm. that she was working for this guy named Jack White. She was being paid private money, by mm-hmm. the way. Get right. a grant if you want to do some work. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gets paid this by, by Jack White to do this research into the Titan Serum. Come to find out Jack White is Joker. Right. Apparently at some point she tells Jack White that Joker would be a good subject for this Titan compound. She doesn't know Jack White is Joker at this time. So anyway, you know, she's, she's not great either. And then uh, she figures out that Jack White's Joker try, and then gives him his money back. She tries to redeem herself, says, I don't mm-hmm. want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And cut to, cut to now. That's why she was so, she was on edge, right? right? Mm-hmm. When, we, when, we were, when Joker first gets introduced. Yep. Yeah. She knows that she knows what she did. She contributed for sure. She's not telling anybody. She noticed she didn't destroy her notes. She just hid them. What's right. that tell you? Right. What's that tell you? <laughs> Only Number three on my villains. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Okay. So we, uh, we save Dr. Young for a second. Uh-huh. But she goes and opens up the safe. The, oh, before this, though, she confesses to us that she told Joker everything. You know, Zaz tortured her. I don't know what the scenario was but she told the joker how to make the compound now she's of no use to joker anymore she goes to open the safe in doctor uh in the, in the warden's office and that's rigged to blow yeah she gets killed yeah joker gets knocked out wakes up or sorry batman gets knocked out wakes up but there's a bunch of thugs and harley quinn is there and you see harley again take the warden away and now now harley's Kidnap the warden. A lot of kidnapping going on. This Lots week. of it. Yep. Like Batman's whole thing is just, oh, that guy's kidnapped. Oh, that guy's kidnapped. Gotta go, oh, oh, more kidnapping. Putting out fires all over the place. <laughs> well, Jeez, I have a question least. of like, how much yeah. of this do you think is masterfully planned by Joker? Or how much of this is his improv of like, because we get points where Harley's like, Ah, you're not supposed to be here yet, Bats. Like, Mr. J. I think a lot of it's you know, planned. You're part of the, like, you got to come to the, you know, you're the most special person for the party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I feel like there are some points where Joker's like, ah, Bats, what are you doing here? You know, you're not supposed to be here for another 20 minutes or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Stuff like Again, that. you take some of these skills. You take some of these skills. The ability to think on your feet. Yeah. 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 The ability to, yeah. to change plans when you need to. You take the sociopath out of the Joker, and maybe he should be on a product development team. You know, maybe he should be leading some effort in. in uh, he has, he is working in product development right now. He is, he is That's true. That's true. He's gotta, an entrepreneur. You got to untie the sociopathic nature of this this guy, and there's something there. <laughs> so I'm going to be known on the internet as the guy who <laughs> wants to hire Joker, for Joker, or something. Uh, so we wake up, like I said, Harley kidnapped the warden. Yeah. Big fight. Big fight here. Maybe this is the first place we get the stun batons, which is where like you can't attack this person from the front. Right. You have to jump over them, attack them from the back or else you get shocked. Yeah. Um, for those at home, I did a little shock kind of a <laughs> motion. Uh, you defeat all the bad guys. 
you pick up the warden's scent, for lack of a better, I think it is his scent. Or his How much tobacco or is he smoking? Blood, I think. Cause his blood is blood. From, yeah. yes. from the cane, because they like whacked him. Oh, now him. it's the warden, right? We sent, we yes, sent the uh, what's the his face away. That's right. So we get to the penitentiary. Penitentiary? Yeah. Penitentiary. Penitentiary. <laughs> penitentiary. Uh, which is where Harley has been, has taken the warden yes. to the penitentiary. Yeah. At penitentiary. <laughs> And <laughs> I was on edge the whole time yeah. in this facility because there's so many cells. Well, you could see if went in detective mode, you could see that there's like so many people in cells. And yeah. I was just waiting for Joker to just open up all the cells and they would come at me. Yeah. Yes. I at, now at first I knew the I, you know, I knew the plot of this game because I'd played it once before. So when we get here, but it's been a while, so I didn't remember exactly what's going on. I thought that the Joker was doing like research on these folks i don't think that's true i think that these are just the people who need the most protection um you know they're 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 maybe some of the more extreme wouldn't that be an intensive treatment not the penitentiary i don't well but right but the penitentiary is like why would you have a penitentiary on an asylum i think the penitentiary is just like a prison the main cell block i guess but they're calling these guys lunatics which is not right i mean i don't know that That's that's true well, there is PC. a main cell block section in the penitentiary, I think. Well, penitentiary, by I think by definition, is a is like a jail, right? Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a prison system. So these sure. people are these people are being locked up. Sure. At, on an extra level. That's I mean, not anybody just that's in Arkham Asylum, they need some help. They, so they, they I think help. it's fair these to say that you got to be on guard with anybody that's in there. Anyway, mm-hmm. these people come at you. Yeah. And it's a little bit intimidating let's say but they're actually kind of easy to get to handle if you they're they're really fast so they spooked me a lot yeah Yeah. yes well Um, they would they would sometimes like jump out of nowhere or they would jump up from a grate or fall down from above you yeah yeah and just really spook you so we followed the the trail the blood trail yep to get to the doctor warden we pass poison ivy's cell Yes. The Dr. Warden? The sh- Warden Sharp. Sorry. <laughs> the Dr. Warden. Warden Sharp. Uh, but we passed Poison Ivy's cell. Yes. She, might I add, big cell. Very big cell. But yeah. very locked down, too. And she's not Seems happy like about it. it. I wouldn't be there, probably. Yeah. She knows what she did. Um, <laughs> we walk past her, though. Large, but that's kind of like a cool little element. You just like walk mm-hmm. past her. Like, okay. Poison Ivy, stay mm-hmm. where you are. <laughs> yeah. Go get yeah. That was she one like of those things where a little bit. at first, you know, yeah, I think you first play it and I'm like, oh, that's neat. Okay, we're just going to walk past the, you know, we just got to, maybe, you know, not in the game, but she's just here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's just there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we <laughs> save the warden who was just kind of locked up in, in some place. Ooh, might I add, before we get to the warden, there's a cell. Very prominent. Well, that's a big boss battle. I mean, that, no, it's not a big, not a boss battle, but that's a pretty decent battle oh. in that cell block, right? Because you got, not isn't yet. that the one with the electric floor? That's later. This, this is coming. Isn't that where he is, though? He's that's up above? That's where we are, but it's coming. All right, I'll let you take over. I don't think that the electric floor thing happens until, until Harley starts to, like, toy with us a little bit. But I might be wrong. I might be wrong. That's not where he is? We don't leave, I mean, we... The Harley boss battles in the penitentiary, which is where yeah. we are now. She's just yeah. like leading us back and forth throughout this place. Sure. So I don't know exactly when the floor starts lighting. 
okay. Isn't that the boss battle with the electric? I floor? thought that's the one yeah. where we save the warden, and then we. No, no, we save no? the warden earlier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get the crypto sequencer. When we save right. the warden, we get the we get the sequencer. Okay. Which is my least favorite tool. <laughs> <laughs> Just it's so finicky, man. It and is like, kind of finicky. I got the upgrade to like make that easier. And yeah. that it did the, help. That was the best day that I that was the best decision I made yeah. in this whole game. That was a good upgrade. But before you save the warden, you can pass the Thank you for finishing part one. Part two will be out next week, so stay tuned for Bat's final showdown. See you then. Hey. Hey. See you then. Oi. I'm right.